Thank you for your, the spirit of understanding. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom. Thank you for your teaching spirit that is at work in us. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that all men are hearing. Thank you that all men are seeing. They are flooded with light. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we bless your name. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Are we live? Hallelujah. If you are also online, we want to welcome you to our midweek service. Amen. As we continue our series on the concept of the new birth, last week we spoke about a lot of things. Is that not true? And we explained what it means when we say that we are born of the flesh and how, how it's different from when we say you are born of the spirit. And we also explained the fact that when you are born again, you are born of the word of God through the instrumentality of the Holy Spirit. You are born of God's word. You have an inherited life. And that life is a life that is derived from the word of God. And that life is what we call eternal life. And you are, your spirit is given birth to by the Holy Spirit. So that your, your spirit has a new birth. You say being born again is a supernatural act. It's a miraculous act. Is that not true? Is that not true? Yes, Shout glory. glory. And we mentioned some thoughts, some four thoughts. Amen. I don't know where I reached last week. Maybe I reached the... I talked about the first one, eh? I thought of the second one. Glory. So we talked about the second one. What did we say about the second one? Looks like Jesus. Amen. Looks like Jesus. Come on, shout glory. So maybe we, we entered into the second one. Okay, so we said the first thing is that the first thought, and this thought is like an understanding of what it means when you say you are born again. You say that when you are born again, you are born of the word of God through the Holy Spirit. You, are, you go through the womb of the Holy Spirit. So your new, your spirit man is made new. Amen. Hallelujah. And that was the first thought. And the second thought, we said that when you are born again, you look like Jesus. Is that not powerful? Say that I look like Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, many Christians don't know that when they are born again, they look like Jesus. Many Christians, when they are born again, they are trying to look like Jesus. Amen. We are not trying to look like Jesus when we are born again. When you are born again, your spirit is fashioned in a way that looks exactly like Jesus. Your human spirit, shall we please take our seats? Come on, shout glory. Your human spirit has the exact personality of Jesus. Or your human spirit is the exact personality of Jesus, is the exactness of Jesus. For anyone that is born again, your spirit is the exactness of Jesus. Or your spirit is fashioned to look exactly like Jesus, your spirit. So when we take the human spirit, it looks, he looks exactly like Jesus. He is not trying to look like Jesus so that we don't sing songs that make us feel like we should look, we are looking like Jesus. Is that not true? That they may look like you, oh Lord, that they may look like you and all those songs that, that we sing. Amen. Yes. We are not singing songs that make us look like Jesus. We have been made to look like Jesus. First Peter, quickly. So let's see some scriptures along that line. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3. 
First Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Are we there? It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. What is it? It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again. That means that he has given birth to us unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Is that not powerful? Unto a lively hope by the resurrection. It says we are begotten again by the resurrection. That means that our spirit man is fashioned to look like how the spirit of Jesus looked like when he was being raised from the dead. Amen. So being born again makes us makes our spirits duplicates of the spirit man of Jesus. So when Jesus was being raised from the dead, he says by the resurrection. This is by the resurrection. So when he was being raised by the, from the dead, he was being raised from the dead. The way his human spirit looked like is the same way the Holy Ghost through birth fashions our spirit to look like. So our spirit looks like the same spirit or looks like the spirit that Jesus was raised from the dead with. The same personality. Jesus, we are begotten again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. So what the Holy Ghost does is to fashion our spirit through birth to look like how Jesus looked like when he was being raised. Is that not powerful? That means that what the human spirit of Jesus by resurrection has the ability to do is what our human spirit now has the ability to do. That also means that what the human spirit of Jesus, write it down, it's very important. What the human spirit of Jesus has the ability to do because that human spirit is superior. I said it last week, is that true? superior. So that human spirit has the ability what the human spirit of Jesus had the ability to do or has the ability to do is the same thing that our spirit man or your spirit man has the ability, that same ability that same force Amen. That same force. And what the human spirit of Jesus contains or what is contained in the human spirit of Jesus is what is contained in our spirit now. There is no difference. What is contained, or what was contained in the human spirit of Jesus through resurrection, when was he being raised? When his spirit was being raised from the dead, that same things, spiritual things, are also contained in our spirits. Do you hear what I said? So the human spirit of Jesus in resurrection had eternal life. Our human spirit has eternal life. Do you get what I'm saying? That human spirit has what? The nature of righteousness. Our human spirit has the nature of righteousness. Do you get what I'm saying? The same thing. It has the character of love. Our human spirit has the character of love. Is that not powerful? So that your spirit is not lacking in any sense. 
And if your spirit is not lacking in any sense, then you are also not lacking in any sense. Where what I just said. Say, my spirit is not lacking in any sense. Say, my spirit, my spirit is not lacking. So your spirit doesn't lack wisdom. Do you hear what I'm saying? Your spirit doesn't lack life. Your spirit doesn't lack righteousness. Your spirit doesn't lack love. And what your spirit doesn't lack is what you don't lack. Because you are a spirit. Or you are a new spirit housed in this body. Whoever I just said. Is that not powerful? It's the same thing. Say the same thing. Take us to Romans chapter. Take us to Romans chapter 8, verse 20. Say, I look like Jesus. Or say, say, I look like Jesus. Now, when we look at you facially, everyone looks different facially. Is that not true? But in your spirit, we all look the same. The only difference in the spirit is that there are levels in glory. So your spirit may have a higher level of glory than another person's spirit. Not because the glory of God is not in your spirit, but because you might have trained your spirit in knowledge. Because your spirit man is learning. You see, just like we go to school and we learn. When we learn, we are building an aspect of our being. See, man is a spirit having a soul and living in a body. So when a person goes to the gym, he's building an aspect of his, bo- of his whole personality. Do you get what I'm saying? Which aspect is he building? His, his muscles, his body. So once you give yourself to those exercises, after one month, two months, you see that your muscles are coming. Sometimes your chest is being built up. You are building your body. The more you feed on, on natural food, you see you are eating wache, you are eating fufu, you see, you are building your body. That's why we, in, in science we call something, we call some food bodybuilding food. Is that not true? You are building your body. Is that true? You are building your body. Through what you are eating, you are taking inside. Then digestion will take place. Then nutrients will enter into your body. Then things will happen. Then you begin to grow. Then begin to grow. Is that not true? In the same way, when you go to school, you are also building another part. You are building your soul. The intellectual side of your soul. So when a person is so built up in school intellectually, you see that his intellect now controls his will. So you say you cannot die of COVID. You say, I can die. Who told you that? You know why? Because he's learned a lot of science and built his intellectual ability there in that area. And that intellectual ability is controlling his will. So he believes that if you have a crash, you will die. It's an area. It's the solid side of man. That is building. He's building the intellectual side. Did you hear what I just said? Is that not powerful? Now, that same thing happens in the spirit also. When you are also building your spirit with knowledge and you are furnishing your spirit man through meditations, through the right confessions, through the what? 
through meditations, through the right confessions, and you are building yourself, and you are praying in the Holy Ghost, and you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you are building your spirit. So the level of the, the, the you see, it's like a child, it's like children. You can all be born on the same day. One will grow bigger than the other. Someone even have the same age and the person has koshoko. Is that not true? Depending on what you are feeding with your spirit. But they are the same. The same age. Sometimes with the same family. They even look the same. Even among twins. Is that not true? Depending on who is eating and who is not eating. If you have identical twins and one eats a lot of food and the other doesn't eat and you give him food, you have to give him uh, vitamins and all that before the child will eat and all that. There will always be a difference, even though they are identical. Is that not true? That's the same difference in glory. So we all don't have the same glory. Whoever I just said. That's what the scripture says. We all with open face, yes, beholding us in a mirror, as in a glass. What are we beholding? We are beholding the word. So the more I'm beholding the word, says we are changed into from we are changed from one level of glory to another level of glory. Is that not true? By the spirit. So the more of the word of God I feed my spirit with determines the level of glory I walk in. So even though we are all born again, the same image, we look like Jesus, all of us. But in glory, there are differences. There are things that can kill a man that cannot kill me. Never. And I say that with force. Do you hear what I said? There are hospitals that men will lie on that I won't lie on. Not because I say that, but because I practice, you see, the point is, once you practice what the word says, you know you have the results. Especially when it's consistent. And I'm talking about personal practice, not practicing based on your, te- your teacher or your pastor. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm training you. Say train, train. You understand? So we all look the same when we are born again. But in glory. And, 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 is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? <laughs> Shout powerful man of God. So he says, for the creature which, the creature was made subject to, who heard what I just said there? So what we ought to do after we're born again and we know what has taken place, that I say, being born again, you feed your spirit and you live. You live according to what, the knowledge of your spirit. You can live according to all the knowledge that you have you've had in this world and all that. As a Christian. You can also live according to the knowledge that you are feeding your spirit with. Okay, what I just said there. And speak the right things. And do the right things. And know the right things. Not all Christians are effective Christians. So I choose to be an effective Christian. Say that again. Say, I choose to be an effective Christian. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Verse 21. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption unto, into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Verse 22. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travel it in pain together until now. Uh-huh, continue. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. 
Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wait the redemption of our body. Go to verse 24. Is that not powerful? For you are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man see yet, why does he yet hope for? You see that you see that question? Read the scriptures. Verse 25. Have I gone far more than what I'm looking for? Verse 25. For if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Uh -huh, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also help, helps our infirmities. So what do you do? You feed your spirit with the Word. Did I say that? Yes, you make the right confessions. Did I say that? Did I say that? Yes, you pray in the Holy Ghost. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself, which is supposed to say the Spirit himself, makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Uh -huh. Verse 27. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Uh -huh. Verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So I am the called. Say I'm the called. According to his purpose. Verse 29. Now is this not powerful? Shout glory. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestine it to be conformed to the image of a son. So every Christian has been made to conform to the image of Jesus Christ. Every Christian is another type of Jesus. Right? That's very important. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed. To predestinate means that to prearrange by divine order that cannot be changed. So he did foreknow. Who did he foreknow? Us, the church. For whom he did foreknow, it means that he's telling us that God had a foreknowledge of the church and designed it that the church, the Christian, the one who is born of God, he designed it by divine order. That cannot be changed. That us, say us, we will be made to conform. Is that not powerful? To conform. That means to fashion. That means to create in the image of a son. Now the word image there now, there's a different way it talks about the likeness and the image. But sometimes because of English, we say we look like Jesus. In reality, we should say that we are in the image of Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? You build on that likeness. You build it on through knowledge. Where now you look like Jesus in love because you easily forgive. That is the likeness aspect. But the image aspect has to do with the exact person or the exact copy or the exact picture. Have you seen some identical twins before? And you say, you look this, are you the same? Is it the same? But what's your name? He says, I'm uh, what? I'm what? I'm 
This one says I'm Kwaku. This one says I'm Kwame. Is that not true? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Are you sure you are Kwame? You can meet one, sir. Are you sure you are Kwame? Because they look just the same. You see, one is in the image of the other. To be in the image that he talks about means that to be the exact copy, the picture person. So when the when God looks at you, he's looking at somebody who is who is in the image of Jesus. He says that he to be conformed to the image of his son, not the image of your father, not the image of your forefather. Do you hear what I'm saying? Not the image of your something. No. It says that the image of his son. So I'm born again in the image of his son. So the next time they say, oh, you look like your father, you ask him, which father are you talking about? Because I'm born in the image of Jesus Christ. I'm born in the image of his son. It says that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. That is, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So God seeing Jesus saw brothers of Jesus. And by seeing the brothers of Jesus, he decided beforehand that the Christian will be made from his human spirit to look exactly like Jesus so that that Christian will qualify to be called the brother of Jesus. So Jesus is our elder brother. I didn't hear an amen to that. He says, the firstborn among many brethren. Well, the many brothers. The firstborn. We are the other bonds. You are the what? I'm an other born. Yes. I'm another born of, of, of God. And I look just like my, fa- my, my father. And I look just like my son. My brother. Because the son looks just like the father. He says, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. So, you see, God is very wise. God in his wisdom made his son to just look like him. And made all the other sons to look like his son. So it's a family tree. Is that not powerful? Almost as a triangle. Come on, shout glory. So why am I teaching this? So that when we are born again, we should know. That's one thought. That I look just like Jesus. I'm in the image of Jesus. I'm in the image of the Father. I'm in the image of his son. I'm the brother of Jesus. Can the brother of Jesus be molested by demons and prostrations? So what is happening in the church is ignorance. Did you hear what I just said? Where we are just running around the brother of Jesus on the hospital bed with one leg hanging. Taking all the medications in this world and say, oh, it's normal to be sick. The brother of Jesus says it's normal to be sick. After all, Elisha was sick. Is, was Elisha the brother of Jesus? Is that not true? So anybody can die. Oh. This death is everywhere. Is that, is that the language of the brother of Jesus? So it is like this. It's either you accept that this is the truth. Or you say, oh, I know it's, the, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And leave it like that. Many Christians, those who have seen this, say, oh, it's in the Bible. It's okay. But it's okay. Some two don't even know this thing. They've not they've read their, this Bible. What the only part of this scripture they read is that for we know that all things work together for good. Is that not true? But it says that we know that all things work for those for whom he did for no. He is pointing to the fact that it's because of this that he's saying all things work together for good for us who love him. 
He's not just saying that all things work together. So anything that is working, all things. No. It's because of this. Because we have been made to look like Jesus. Everything working around us is working for our good. Do you hear what I'm saying? Every error, because every error is changeable. Did you hear what I said? Shout glory to that. Who heard what I just said there? So if I'm born again, I'm in the image of his, of his son Jesus. To be in the image of his son Jesus, he, said, he used the word conform. It doesn't just say that we are created in the image. It's powerful when we say we are created. But it says to be made to conform. <laughs> what does it mean to conform? To follow, so follow something, to follow suit, or follow after. To follow after in a point, in a, in a way that we, we can't differentiate two of you. We are the identical twins of Jesus. Some identical with Jesus. Oh, what I said. So the likeness comes in when we feed our spirits. When we see what Jesus did. When we see the, the compassion of Jesus. When we see the love of Jesus. And how he wanted souls to be saved. How he wanted people to be sick. Do you understand what I'm saying? The likeness comes in because the more you study about Jesus. You study through the Gospels. You study about the epistles. What is written concerning Jesus. You want to function like that. You want to act like that. Sometimes you just insult somebody. Ah, this is not me. Is that not true? That's the likeness aspect. It comes through knowledge. So you can be, you can be the image and be, be, be displaying things that, does, that is not consistent because your spirit is not fed with knowledge. Did you hear what I said? And is that consistency that ensures your growth? Is that growth that ensures other blessings and what we call other manifestations? Oh, what I just said there. Go to verse 13. Let me see whether there is some powerful truth to there. Is that not powerful? Oh, what I just said there. So I'm just in the image of Jesus. If it says, if you have seen, Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Do you hear that? So we also say, if you have seen us, you have seen Jesus. We didn't, we didn't make it so. He made it so. And you see, after making it so, he did not hide it from us. It is here. So once I read, I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I don't have inherited diseases from anywhere. I have inherited life. I have inherited nature. I have inherited character. Do you hear what I'm saying? I have inherited wisdom. Come on, shout glory. I have inherited, I have inherited wealth. In the name of Jesus. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Christ. We are sharing the possessions 100%. Think about it. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also what glorified. So that means that I am called. Is that not true? I am justified. That's what I'm talking about. Justified means to declare right. When we say to declare right, it's beyond the level of sin. When it says he has made us right. See, that is why I talk about our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But I don't talk about that today. 
it means that whatever we hold is made right. That is the reality of what he's talking about. I'll teach you on righteousness. These are things that causes us to speak in tongues. You don't speak in tongues because you don't know you don't know what you are talking about. You speak in tongues. You don't want to stop speaking in tongues. You are stirring your spirit. You are doing what? You are not speaking in tongues because some demon is powerful. You are trying to chase the demon. There's a level you leave the demons alone. Let them be around, around and run away. Be around. Do you hear what I'm talking about? Christians are still in their witches level. Are you hear what I'm saying? Come on, shout glory. It means to make right. To make right. It means you have the ability within your spirit, the force within your spirit. But you see, that force will not, that's what I'm talking about, likeness. An image. Have I struck a difference there? Image. So I look like Jesus. Is that not true? In likeness, when something is going wrong, and I hold it, it must be corrected. It must be made right. Whoever I just said. What is going wrong? Give me an example and let me show you what I'm talking about. So something is going wrong and I hold it like this. I set it right. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about you have been made right. It's beyond just sin. You, have, you, you make something right. Everything is falling apart. You make you, Your presence makes things right. Oh, you didn't hear what I said there. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you see, that rightness that we are talking about is only exhibited or it only comes through you when you have developed your spirit, when you are developing your spirit. Do you know what I'm saying? You correct things in your body. You correct things in your finances. You correct things in your home. Do you get what I'm saying? You correct things in your hair. It's correction. So I don't want this gray, gray hair. I want it black. Is that not correction? You correct things. That's why we say you are right. So you are right. It's not like I don't sin. As for me, I'm right. No. You correct things that are wrong. You look at things that are going wrong and you correct them. Is that not powerful? But you see, that correction, you experience them. Many say, why is Papa teaching them? I'm not experiencing because you are not feeding your spirit. You are not learning enough. Amen. Amen. You look like an SHS student who says he has PhD. Hey. Are they the same? No. The level of knowledge to be PhD is different from being SHS. Yes, Do you understand why? So you see why you see, I tried to raise the dead. The dead didn't come. SHS raising. Hey. Is that not true? It's SHS because the SHS level, the SHS is not a call. Is it a call? It's based on knowledge. Even if you are SHS and you can pass the exams of PhD, you, they'll give you PhD. You just go and write and get it. But can you write it? You see that? So the examinations that we see, the test and all that we see ourselves in, it's not because the test is too powerful. It's because we are limited in knowledge. The Bible describes it perfectly. It says, for lack of knowledge, my people are destroyed. Is that what it says? It says, for they know not, neither do they understand. 
And because they, they walk on in darkness. The word darkness they means they walk on in ignorance, without light. Because the word of God is light and lamp. Without it, you are in ignorance. You are born again. Who heard what I just said? Is that not powerful enough to even close this service? So it says that justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. So there is no Christian who should pray, Lord, do not put me to shame. That prayer has been cancelled here. Lord, do not put me to shame. God has put me to shame. God is putting me to shame. If you have given me this by this time, I should have seen glory. That is not what... That glory... Oh, come on, shout glory. glory. That's why I said it. I said, what did he say? He said that as we behold, we are changed into the same image that we are beholding. It says from glory to glory. The question is, how, how, what are you beholding? What are you seeing in the scriptures? What are you looking at? If I were you, I would look at things there. Is that not powerful? How do, if I want to see the expression of glory, glory is not when people fall down and rise up. Do you see that? Glory is the beauty of God around you. Glory is all the personality, every attribute, everything that makes God, God that makes you, hey, this is, this is God. When you see it around you, from within your spirit, it's glory. He wants, see, God has made us, made us so big that I think that it's bigger than we can imagine. Is that not true? God has made us so big than we can imagine. So we can't even accept it. We say, no, no, this is too big for us. Have you ever seen somebody give you something and say, this is too big for me? Some of you are here, if you have a khaki with a limo, you say, this is too big, oh, you do like this. That is what has happened to Christians. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Go to 31. Is that not powerful? It's too big. But we are so big in the sight of God. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't look down on yourself. You see, then Paul, after saying all of these things, look at what he said. He said what shall we then say to these things? It's like, I don't know, so, if the thing is too great. The insight and the knowledge was so great for him. He says, what shall we then say to these things? If God is for us, who then can be against us? Now, that, is not, that doesn't mean that God is for you. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is that if God has made us all of these things that I just described, then what can be against us? If God is so on our behalf to make us what he has made us, in Christ Jesus, to look just like Him, God, and to have all the qualities He has in our spirit. We say, God is love. We say, Pastor Bert is love. Do you get what I'm saying? So when He looks at all of that, He shakes His head and says, No, what shall, shall we say to all of these things if God is for us? Who can be against us? Go to verse 32. Is that not, who, who just caught that revelation there? Paul was just to say, Who is God this <laughs> And he says, he that, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So what he has given us is free. But we have to take advantage of that. Do you hear what I'm saying? Shout glory. glory. Is that not powerful? powerful? Who has heard something right now? Say, I am superior. I am superior. 
Say, I'm superior. I'm not an ordinary person. In Christ Jesus, I am superior. I'm in the image of Christ. Which is the image of God. The image of my father. I look like my father. So I live like my father. I look like Jesus. My elder brother. I function like him. So you see the likeness enables you to function. Come on, shout glory. Who had that truth there? So I'm not ordinary. The third point before we close. Amen. The third. The third thought. The third thought. That as you've been born again, you are created. Then you live. You live. You live it. In the midst of all the experiences, you live the glory. <laughs> Some of you are tired. Come on, shout glory. Glory. Come on, shout glory. The third point is the loss of humanity versus the loss of eternity. Say the loss of humanity. Is the loss of eternity. Is that not powerful? I'm not ordinary. I'm not ordinary. I'm not ordinary. I'm not ordinary. I'm superior in kind. I'm superior in kind. In the name of Jesus. I rule. I reign. I control. I command. I issue instructions. In the name of Jesus. Oh, say, say, I rule. I reign. I command. I control. I issue instructions. In the name of Jesus. And things respond to me. In the name of Jesus. The level of things responding to you is dependent on the level of glory. Is that not true? And your level of glory is dependent on your level of knowledge that you fed your spirit with. So where the, uh, demons respond to you and headaches respond to you, you want it higher. Amen. Where money responds to you. Money responded to Jesus. Is that not true? Did money respond to Jesus? He said, he told them, says that this is the hour of darkness. If not for the Father, it's the hour of darkness. I would have talked, spoke to my, spoken to my Father. I would have ushered some angels here right now. You'd have seen what we have. <laughs> look at look at the level of understanding, that the level of wisdom. You think Jesus did not know all those men in those days to say, oh, "I could I could speak to Pilate to release me. He knows me." Is that not true? I could speak to so and so, and he will help me out. Is that not true? But even before he went to die, look at what he said. It shows us. It shows us what we should be knowing. What we should be knowing, and how much faith we should demonstrate in what we know. Because oh, I know the Pharisee. I know Nicodemus came to see me. Let me go and call him. Hey, Peter, go and see Nicodemus. They have come to arrest me. I don't know why. Is that what he said? He didn't say that. He rather he talked about the the angels that his father has, and talked about the fact that. He could have spoken to his father to release angels, if not for the fact that this should be. 
No wonder the scripture says, Give his angels charge over thee. Where are the angels who are in charge over you now? They are working. Say they are working. They work based on your knowledge. Angels are hearing from you. They are learning from us. Is that not what the scriptures say? The scriptures say we shall judge angels. Is that not true? So they are learning from what we say. Yet we are saying things inconsistent with what we are or who we are. But look at what Jesus said. He said I could command angels. I could talk to my father. He will bring me angels. Is that not powerful? He will bring angels. Is that not true? It means like if Jesus was in the plane and was about to crash, you say, Father, bring all the angels and let me go back. No wonder he said, Quiet, be still. What are you saying? You also say, Quiet, be still. Multiply. You are not saying, Quiet, be still. You are saying, Charlie, how are you doing? You are saying, Quiet, be still. You are saying, Do you know that we give and say things that are not consistent with what we want to see? After the man of God has blessed the seed, then you are saying something else. The man of God says that we command this seed to multiply. You sit in your car and say, my seeds are multiplying to me in the name of Jesus. I command the seeds to multiply too. I read some scripture in the Old Testament, the man from Baal Shalish. I remember that statement. I don't talk about this. Come on, shout glory. If you sow a seed, I'll give you that scripture. <laughs> Amen. So we have the laws of humanity versus the laws of eternity. That means that when a person is not born again, the laws of humanity are working. When a person is born again, the laws of eternity, why? Because being born again enables eternity. The, the very day you are born again, eternity begins operation. And when, the very day you are born into the world, the laws of humanity begins to work. So you begin to age. You begin to fall sick, even from childhood. Childhood diseases and childhood, all of that. Those are the laws of humanity. Working through spiritual death at work. It's called the laws of humanity. Oh, the oppression of humanity. But when you get born again, eternity is at work in your spirit. Do you know what I'm saying? So you are no longer a human being. He says, that is why he says, that which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So the laws of eternity are working now. They started working the day you got born again. If you don't know laws, would they work for you or against you? Against you. You don't know the laws. He says, ignorance is not an excuse. Is that not true? Is that not true? So the laws of, because when we are born again, we are ushered into eternity. We begin to, oh, is that not powerful? Eternity is at work in this body. The eternal being with his eternal life is at work in this body. And there are laws. Now, listen. The laws of eternity are higher than the laws of humanity. So if you are functioning by the laws of eternity, you are functioning by higher laws. Come on, shout glory. glory. We are ushered into an environment of eternity. That is why we can stay alone in the room or even not be alone. We can be with people and be seeing angels around us. 
Do you understand? And be talking with the Holy Ghost and he's talking. We are talking to God and God is talking to us. Do you get what I'm saying? And you have the presence all over you from within you. Because you are ushered into another environment. As we are moving, we are moving in an environment. When we build that environment, when a car is coming to crash and it reaches where you are, it will stop there. It's an atmosphere of eternity around us. The scripture says the people of Israel had their own environment and atmosphere. Oh, you don't read scriptures. Come on, shout glory. glory. Why? The Bible says that when Moses was performing all those miracles of judgment in Egypt, one day recently I studied again, I looked at that man Moses again, I said, hi. Christians are joking. The man threw his hands like this, there was darkness all over Egypt. I said, hi. Something is about to happen here. One of these days, I won't come here again. <laughs> come and come, shout glory. Is that not true? And there was darkness and all of those judgments in Egypt. Yet the Bible says the people in Goshen were at rest, relaxed. Think about it. The people in Goshen were the Israelites. As God was dealing with the Egyptians, that is what I'm talking about, the different laws at work. And they moved to the particular kind of environment and atmosphere that every nation that they entered, as they were coming, and the kings here, the kings would begin to become afraid. Oh, Herod, I just said there. You walk in an atmosphere. When you enter a place, all the, all the demons know you are there. They don't come and act. They pass somewhere else. I heard about Ken Hagen say this thing. He says that, oh, are these things not powerful? He said that, come on, shout glory, shout glory, before, before I narrate this thing. He said that there was this pastor who came to see him, and the pastor was sick. And as long as the pastor stayed with him, he held that sickness. He held that sickness. So that sickness that the pastor had, a pastor friend, he held the sickness. Said that the sickness couldn't work. The guy was not sick until he left. The pastor, because the pastor didn't really believe in healing and all that, so he was just sick. He again believed in health. Do you hear what I'm saying? So he held that sickness spiritually. As long as he was with the pastor, that sickness, that spirit of infirmity couldn't work. That's what he's talking about. That environment. Whoever I just said. I heard from Pastor Chris that when Ken Hagen was about to die, in one of his messages, very powerful message, God's greatest blessing. When Hagen was about to die, when he holds the microphone, the microphone, all the wires will be melting. Are those, are those no strange things? Speaking in tongues. So that we are in an environment of eternity. We are, we are in an environment where, where, where demonic things and corruptions and all that, when they come close, they stop there. You hear what I said? They stop there. That's an environment. But you see, we have to be acquainted with the Spirit. We have to be acquainted with this kind of knowledge. Where it's not that there is a sickness in the oral atmosphere. We, too, we, too, we have gotten some. What does he say? We are all coughing. No, it's a, it's a normal thing. You said it. Didn't you say it? We are all coughing. It's a normal thing. It's Apollo. All of us, we have some. Is that not true? That's what I'm talking about. An environment where certain things ceases. 
certain oppression of lack. Why? Do you know why? It means that all of us are like an environment coming. We are, we are. Oh, can I give you a scripture? Let me give you a scripture. Let me give you a scripture. A lot of scriptures. I don't want to give you one. Take us to. First, take us to John chapter 1. Is that not powerful? Powerful troops. Say powerful troops. An environment. Is that environment that they shoot and the bullet will fall? Both spiritually and physically. You sit in the car and you are with your environment going. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's an atmosphere of eternity. It begins, it's already in your spirit. When you are surrounded with angels and the angels are active, they are active. I'm not talking about angels that are not active. Angels that are active with you. Uh, some years back, we traveled somewhere and somebody actually put something to the food we were about to eat. A family, something like that. When we took the bowl, my other brother took the bowl, put it on the table, was about to pray, the whole thing blasted with no touch. Blasted like this. At that time, I finished my own. Coach Capronto style. Is that not hurt them? Is that not powerful? They saved the food. The food was just, just blasted like this. And it, it blasted into pieces such that you can't pick food out of. It blasted before our eyes. said, no, this is environment. It's environment. Don't look at somebody who got infected by what I ate. Look at me standing here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, there are a lot of things that we have advanced, but that's why you have to speak in. See, speaking in tongues eh, activates these things. Speaking in tongues activates speaking in tongues for hours. The 30 minutes activation. Can you charge your phone for 30 minutes? Anytime I charge my phone for 30 minutes, when I go, it's 15%. I say, ah. Then you say, you want a fast charger. In the spirit, there is no fast charger. No, 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 there's no fast charger. Is that not true? You don't charge your phone for it to be 15%. Can 15% go far? It says building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. We don't have yeah, Christians. Hey, Christians. It's laziness. You pray in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the Holy Ghost. You feed on these troops. You pray in the Holy Ghost. You feed on these troops. You pray in the Holy Ghost. You are building up that kind of... You are building... You are creating around you the eternal atmosphere from your spirit. You build to that point where anywhere you enter, what is not working... They said, ah, since, since you started... People are selling. Has, it, has that happened before? As everybody knows about it. They said, somebody told me, I said, well, anytime you, hear, you come here, they begin to buy my things. Powerful stuff. Those are, those are even years back. We've stopped all of that. Now we don't go to people's shops. You and their house. Praying in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> is that not true? You enter and things they begin to buy. So that nobody is buying. You carry that environment to the shop. You speak in tongues. Buyers come. We are too busy that we have no time to create this. And our business is making us suffer instead of enjoy the glory. But you see, all these things are working. 
John chapter 1, we close very soon. Amen. Amen. Who is hearing something? So when you go home and you sleep, don't sleep the whole night. It's an insult to somebody who is born again, sleeping the whole night. You say, I'm tired. Talk to that to your body. You are bodily rude. You are what? You are not spirit rude enough. So that's why. If you want to give an excuse why you cannot do spiritual stuff, you can't. Is that not true? We give excuse why we cannot, we cannot. But we never give excuse why we can't. Why, why we cannot do what is physical. We do everything physical. When it comes to the spirit, too, we cannot. Because it looks like in the physical, if you don't study your exams, you, you fail. In the spirit, the Holy Ghost will not come and knock your head by force. So there is no force like that. But you see, the Holy Ghost is gentle. He won't force you like that. You see that? He won't force you, but he knows your level. He knows that what you are asking for or where you want to be in this level, you can't get there. You are like an SHS person asking for a certificate of PhD. He says, no, 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 no. All those behind you say, no. Abrante with tongues go to Minka. How much are powerful? We give room for a lot of things. We can sit places and talk. We create room to create, do our hair. We create time to even do makeups. Well, is that not true? We create time to learn everything we want to learn. So there is time. Is there no time? There is more time. That's why I'm preaching like this. John chapter 1 verse 12. John chapter 1 verse 12. Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? Verse 12. Verse 12, quickly. So I'm not an ordinary person. So we've been ushered into an environment of eternity. And we need to activate that environment through engaging in spiritual things. Amen. See, in real Christianity, in biblical real Christianity, not all this Christianity we are talking about, no Christian must walk in any kind of lack. No. I'll show you why. With these laws at work. Say, show us with these laws. As we teach this. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13. Oh, I'm getting ready to speak in tongues. Which, which were born. Listen, look at it. Look at it there. It says, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Think about it. Children born, says, not of blood. I'll come and teach you that very soon. Born, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but children born of God. To give us a different perspective of who we are. We are not humans. Says, born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh. Is that what you're talking about? Nor of the will of man, but of God. We have become so mingled with divinity. We have become so mingled with eternity. So it calls us eternal beings. Oh, when I say he calls us eternal beings, you are looking at me. Is that not powerful? He has given us eternal life. He has placed our spirit in eternity. Come on, shout powerful man of God. 
Is that not strange and powerful? I said, is that not strange and powerful? Who is saying what I'm saying? From scriptures, I'm not ordinary. Say, I'm not ordinary. Say, I'm not ordinary. Are you there? Are you there? Say, I'm not ordinary. The Christian is not an ordinary person. We have to take advantage of what we have. We have to take advantage of who we are. Take advantage of it. Spend time building up your spiritual capacity. I have a book that I I, I stole from my father's shelf. It's called Spiritual Stamina. Spiritual what? Build up spiritual stamina. Build up spiritual stamina. As busy... And next, next week, next I'll teach on this. As busy as Daniel was in the Old Testament, he was a governor of different states. I don't know whether you are a governor of states now. As busy as his schedule was, as a governor of different states, and I'll show you the different states and the people, and that next week I'll show you that. Yet he had time to pray three times. Think about it. There is no such I don't have time. I get tired, you see, Papa. You don't know my, my work schedule is so. Until that work schedule or that work thing breaks you down. I refuse to be broken down. Is that not powerful? So when we get born again, let me end with this. Can I end with this? I should end right now. (laughs) Shout glory. You understand? We don't trace ourselves. We don't have that understanding of tracing our lineage to earthly origins. See, my background is like this. No. This is what he's telling us. We are of God. We are not of man. In the realm of the physical, they want you to fill form. So you say you are a Ghanaian. Is that not true? In the spirit, in the mind of of God, in the word of God, you take that one and put that to work. You, put, you take what the scriptures say and put that to work. So that we don't trace our background to this is my background. Where is your background? This is my background. Where well, nationality? Oh, I'm a Ghanaian. Oh, did you know I'm a Ghanaian? So where are you from? I'm from Greater Accra. I'm Accra. So as for me, I'm I don't not now. As for me, I'm a Ghana. Reculture yourself. Re what? Reculture yourself. Reculture yourself. And take that as a take advantage of this thing. The scriptures talk about we are born into the royal family. What family do you belong to? I belong to the royal family of God. I'm a member of God's family. You trace that's what he's talking about. You trace yourself. You trace it through knowledge. I'm a member of the royal family. They so saw your ancestors, they live long. So which ancestors are you talking about? You trace your ancestry to Abraham. Through Christ Jesus, I'm the seed of Abraham. You understand? I'm a child of God. That must dominate any other thing you have in your mind. Did you hear what I just said? That's what I'm talking about. So I'm of Zion. The heavenly Jerusalem. What country do you come from? I'm from heaven. I'm from above. That's how Jesus spoke. Jesus was born. He grew up as a carpenter's son. 
when they when they when the spirit of God came and they asked, he says, I'm from above. He says you are from beneath. <laughs> Is that not what he said? John the Baptist. He says, He that is born from above is above all. Look at the, the, the language. I want to end with this so that when you go home, you see what I'm talking about. He says that I'm from above. John says, I'm above, he's above all. John, talking concerning, testifying of Jesus, says, He's above all. He that is from above is above all. Is that not true? Jesus also said, I'm from above. He says, You are from beneath. He says, I speak from the heavens, you don't understand. Is that not what he said? As I say, reculture, reprogram yourself. You say, what city is I'm from Zion? What what nationality? A heavy night. The city is Zion. Heavenly Jerusalem. Zion stroke uh, slash comma. Heavenly Jerusalem. Is that not powerful? What household? The household of faith. Do you know what it means when talk about household of faith? <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. What family? You see the royal family. Is that not true? Who is your next of kin? You see Christ Jesus. We are filling forms there. We are filling. These are heavenly forms. It's not the one we fill at the, at the, at what they call those places. Oh, imagine you are thinking like this. You are talking like this. You are walking like this. You are controlling systems like this. I'm of God. I'm not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man. I'm of God. I'm not ordinary. Imagine you are thinking like that. You are knowing like that. You are acting like that. You are speaking like that. In the name of Jesus. Is that not powerful? Did I show you that right now? Take us to Corinthians. Let me give you two scriptures and close. So that you can go and rest. Amen. Say, man of God, give us two scriptures so that we can go and rest. All these scriptures I'm giving you, when you go and you sleep, it's nine, it's nine something, you sleep to one o'clock, wake up, and meditate on these scriptures. All the flying witches will fall on your roof. Don't meditate on this scripture. You're saying, Papa, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. You understand it. I don't know. Why are you taking us to? Come on, shout glory. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 16. Is that not powerful? Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15. You say, as we guns, that's how we do our things. We are scientists, that's how we do our things. Oh, we nordness, that's how we do our things. You were. It says, children born not of blood. We do things as a hev- as heaven citizen. So what citizens? I'm a heaven citizen. Do you know what the scripture says? Our citizenship is of heaven. It calls us household of faith. Do you know what that means? People that live by faith. That demonstrate faith. We believe God's word and practice it. In the midst of all the circumstances, we, believe, we act by the word of God. We are called the household of faith. That's our identity. All the things I just mentioned, are, they are all your new identity in Christ. I'm a Zionite. I'm born of Zion. My city is Zion. Have you read the scriptures before? When it says, for we are come unto Mount Zion. Who has come there? He didn't say we will come one day. We are not marching there. He says that we are of, 
We have come unto Mount Zion. Do you know what he's saying? Let me teach you this and give you that scripture and we close. Where is it? This word for henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. This scripture is so powerful. This word for henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. It says, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, say now, now. henceforth, what, what is the meaning of henceforth? From now on, know we him no more. It says, wherefore, from now on, we do not know any man after the flesh. Did you see that? So we are not know. That's, that's what I just mentioned. Say, so where are you from? Who's your next of kin? So it's Christ Jesus. You're the household of faith. That's what he says. It's from now on, he's talking to the Christian. To the unbeliever, you are a gun. To be the Christians, you are from Zion. To you yourself as a Christian, I'm from Zion. Is that not true? So it says, well, for henceforth, no, we no man after the flesh. It means that, we do not, that word means we do not recognize any man who is born again after the flesh. We do not recognize you after the flesh. So we don't say that you guns, you are like this. You also don't say we guns, we are like this. We don't say we are shanties, we are like this. We don't say we what, we are like this. No. Because therefore, well, for henceforth, no, we no man. And just even though we've known Christ after the flesh, what does it mean? We've known Christ as Joseph's son, the carpenter, from Nazareth. He says, from now, or from this dispensation, we do not recognize him like that. We recognize him as the Lord of all. Did you hear what I'm saying? This is what I told the other day, and I said that we don't say, we don't even pray in Jesus of Nazareth again. We pray, we say, Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord. He is not of Nazareth again. He is the Lord. It's called the Lord Jesus throughout the scriptures. The one he says in verse 16, he says, Now, if any man be in Christ, he says it's a new creature. The new creature is not recognized after the flesh. Oh, you didn't hear that. You shouted glory to that. Is that not powerful? You see, verse 17 says that, Therefore, if any man. But before the verse 17, the 16 is even more powerful. The 16 tells, the 17 tells you who you are. The 16 tells you how we should not recognize you again. When you get born again, say, I'm no longer that person. It's not me. I am a Christian. I'm born again. I belong to God's family. I'm an heir of God. Who have I just said? Oh. Shout glory. Who caught that scripture in verse 16 right now? Move to Hebrews chapter 12. Let me end with that one. I have a lot of things to teach you. I'll teach you the laws next week. In Romans chapter 8. Let me just give you this one so that you can enjoy your evening and your night. As you sleep, you see the angels giving you the scriptures. Wow. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Wow, what a description. This. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. We have known our last after the flesh. I remember some year, when, when was that? One year ago, two years ago, Ebolash had, had some incidences. And after those incidences, they were expecting him in the family to do one or two things. And he was in his car. And got an accident. And told the family people, and the family told his parents. The parents said, oh, it's because you didn't do this and this and this. That is why. Because of what happened. You go and see one, the God or something, something that they, they're talking about. Is that not strange and powerful? And the papa, they are tracing this thing. I said, no, they can't trace it there. Can you trace it there? You, are, you trace your ancestry to Abraham. I said, you can't go to any person and do any ritual. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You are born again. 
Those days that he called me, he called me at the right time. I was in three days fasting, looking for something to do, and I had nothing to do in the room. I was just speaking in tongues. I said, that is over. Nobody can say because you didn't go here and go that. that is that not over till today? It's over till today. Nobody, no, no, no God anywhere. All gods are demons. All gods anywhere that they call those gods, gods, small g dead, they call gods, they are all demons. Is that what, what the Bible says? It says in us, we have a knowledge, we don't have a knowledge that anyone call God. That is what Paul said to us. Oh, that scripture, the day I explained it, many people got confused. I didn't explain it again. All gods are demons. All the trees they worship, they say the tree, this tree, it's a demon there. It may be a demon, it may even be a, 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 a spirit, an unclean spirit in that demon. It's just an unclean spirit. It's not the tree that is power, it's the demon that is there. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm telling you to so that you see things right. You are not afraid of that tree. You are not afraid of that. It's a demon. Even if somebody throws some cowries here, it's, a, it's demons. It's, it's demons. You understand what I'm saying? It's enforcing some demonic things, activities there. You get angry saying, no, come on, you get foul demons. It says, in my name, you shall cast out demons. It's either you're a believer, you believe that, and you cast demons out of that tree. You go there to say, you demon, come out. You and stop disturbing all those young boys in that area. Who oh, heard what I just said there? Shout glory. glory. <laughs> you say, I'm charged, I'm charged, I'm charged. You pray in the Holy Ghost, and all this understanding begins to hit your spirit. It hits your spirit. You say, I've closed the church. You just have service. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, to the heavenly, who has come there? Who has come there? So when you study the scripture, that's why I say the word of God is God speaking to you. You study the scripture. This message is, the whole world will hear it. So I have come to Mount Zion. I have come to the city of the living God. So where are you living now? Uh-huh. But when you are going right now, you are walking through uh, what? Identify into uh, wherever you are going. So you say, oh, I'm in the city of Accra. Makolatos Attire. You change your mentality. Do like this. Change, change like this. DPRS change. You remember that message? But you have come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God. Say, I have come to the city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels. How can somebody in the midst of innumerable company of angels be, at, be chased in the dream? Where are all the this one? It didn't say two angels, it's an innumerable company, thousands, legions, thousands, millions, innumerable. It seems that like we can't number them. Did he say we have come there? That's why he calls us the household of faith. I talked about you enforce this. I live in the midst of angels in the name of Jesus. You speak in tongues, angels. Many years ago, I had a vision. I told, I think, I, many years ago, Pastor Bert, somebody had done some. some Somebody had done something and had gone away. And I said, in the name of Jesus, they came to see me. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I release one angel, go and pull the person back. When your angels are at work, they pull people back. Is that not true? An innumerable company of angels. Continue quickly. Let me close with this. To the, this is the Christian. Oh. This is the, to the general assembly. We are, yeah. Shout glory. 
we have come to the general assembly and church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and we have come to God the judge of all we have come to, we are not coming to, when people say we are coming to God we are coming to Father we have, we have thank God that this Sunday we, are come, we have come to God that, that kind of prayer who remember that kind of prayer because I don't pray it so I don't remember is that not true as we come to you as we come into your presence Lord, as we come to you, most Sundays, that's how people pray. To lead, it is, it says, we have come to God, the judge of all. We are already with God. We are not coming to him. We have even come to the spirits of just men made perfect. Oh, shout glory. Rise up on your feet. If you follow this scripture, we will close. Shout glory. We have come to the spirits of just, you see, it talks about, did, did you see that? Did you see that? All of you are upstairs. Look at it there. Look at it there before you close. Did you see it talks about spirits? It didn't say flesh. It says spirits. Spirits of just men made perfect. Spirits. They are spirits. Of just men. Perfected. Righteous men. Those who are passing to glory. They are spirits. Who saw that there? If you don't open the scriptures, you don't see it. You read it like you're reading a graphic. Nowadays, we don't read daily graphic again. We watch statuses. Those days, we used to say you read it like graphic. Now you read, you, you 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 read it like status. You watch like status. Some of us can watch one status about five times. Oh, have I not seen that before? You watch again. You watch again. When it's crossing, then you click again to go back. That is what you must do with the scripture. So that it does not slip. I've been preaching this, this, these things for years. I still, I don't, I don't preach anything. This is what I'm preaching. I'm preaching until I enter Asia and preach it again. Do you understand what I'm saying? People say, oh, he has preached, you preach another one. What have I preached? What have you done with it? <laughs> Come on, shout glory.